Where you going? No, man, you got the right classroom. Come on in, take a seat beside me, my friend. Hey, look, here come T.A. Charlie. Let's see what he got to say. It's Manic Monday, and you're watching The Road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic. Homeroom is on Rumble. You just go to Rumble and search the channels for The Road to Concord. It's one word. When you find it, you go ahead and you click follow. Might mean you got to set up an account, but it's fast, it's easy, it's free. I did it. You can do it. For those technologically challenged members of the class, you can also catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and X. Yeah, Twitter. And sometimes Twitix. on YouTube, but that Twitix. won't be today. Twitix. Yeah, Twitix. Yeah, there you go. Twitix. Uh, then you can catch a podcast after the show. It's uploaded to Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, sometimes a bit shoot. Just look for the road to Concord. You ooh, can go teach, to the blog page. Teach, yes, ooh, yes. Ooh, ooh. DSG says, ain't no sunshine when she's gone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, 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 we're going to be talking about music today. <laughs> anyway, you can go to the blog page. That's roadtoconcord.com. That's where you'll find all your show notes, and there's a lot of them today. Study notes and handouts for the class. Finally, you can email a professor at joe at the roadtoconcord.com. He's a little slow. Yeah, he'll well, eventually yeah. get around to emailing you back. He says he's going to do that, so we'll see. I'm going to work happens. on that today. Uh, phones are on today, but only for registered numbers. If you wish to call in and a regular classmate, you may request phone access through an email, and I'll think about it. If you find our class is helpful, please click the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share it with those you think could benefit from it. Just warn them. Joe is an acquired taste. You probably get a little taste of that today. Wasabi black coffee with habanero sauce. <laughs> <laughs> this show is listener sponsored, meaning we do not solicit business advertising, nor would it do any good. So we are not limited in the content we provide for y'all. With that said, we ask for your participation on a value for value basis. If you find our show of value to you, then you provide an equivalent portion of your labor and treasure through the donut link on the Road to Concord blog page, the show description on Rumble, and in the comments on the other streams. And thank you all for doing that. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, we all know yeah. T.A. Charlie isn't all there. Now, just stay seated and give it a chance. you soon realize we not might be the smartest, but we each independently form opinions based on reason and logic. We're free thinkers. Let's see what the road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic has on the lesson plan for today. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Look. Uh, <laughs> it's the signs of the times, baby. Oh, my. Buckle up, buttercups. There it comes. We're not supposed to say that. No, we're not? No, buttercups, it's, it's offensive. So? I mean... <laughs> I like the way you think, Charlie. Yeah, it's cool, man. I like it. Okay, boys and girls, welcome. It's Monday, Manic Monday, and I'm feeling a little bit in a manic mood. Uh, as one of your classmates has pointed out, we have just a few things to go over today. Uh, the theme of today's show, the headlines, you know, the news headlines, they're screaming about the prophecies of Billy Joel, the Fallout Boys, and R.E.M. What? Make no sense to you? Well, you got to go to your homework, you know. Road to Concord.com. Today's homework, you know, your show notes. Um, this is Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. And I put it in there for you if you need some musical entertainment later on today. But this is from the Fallout Boys. They redid it. 
So they took it from the point where Billy Joel left off and moved it forward to 2023. And they did a really good job of it too. But then REM, well, you know, we're going to go through just a few headlines today. Is this thing ever going to end? Oh, there we go. REM. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. And we'll end up with, ah, we're living in the days of Noah. <clears throat> Told you it was going to be fun today, boys and girls. Um, we're not going to be reading a whole bunch of these stories today. Today, we're looking at the headlines themselves. And we're going to be doing a little bit of discussion of what they mean. Say, well, Joe, if I read the stories and the story doesn't say what the headline claims, exactly. That's part of the point today, boys and girls. Part of the point. Remember, Joe does not know how to look at the world without using a biblical lens. And I was told by the Bible that as I get closer and closer to the return of the Messiah, deception will grow. Confusion will grow. All the pillars of the earth will be shaken. You know, the things that support the world, society, ordered society. The ancient world was concerned about order in society, even if it was a tyrannical order. They, they, they were worried about order because chaos is death. Chaos was the enemy. So we're going to be looking at some of this today in a serious note. I'm laughing about this right now because I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it's the only way I can deal with it. This is not to scare you today. Today is actually an apologetics day. This is to show you that th this is not a case of the headlines that we're about to look at. This is not a case of, well, it's always been this way, Joe. No, it has not. Here's what I want you to think about. Let's say that the world has always had these type of stories, this often, this many of them. Let's just say that's always been this way. When I was an 18-year-old, the news just picked a few things to talk to me about, but there was always this smorgasbord that they could have chosen. Just assume that. Well, what's different between now and then? Nothing, Joe. See that you just confessed they had just as many stories. No, but they didn't report them all. So even if that many stories existed, they didn't report them all. So you weren't consciously aware of it. They report them today on a daily basis. Used to be back in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, I listened to talk radio a lot. I could keep up with what was going on in the world in the news. I can't do it anymore. It's too much of it. The stories you're about to see today, most of them I acquired last week. Not all, most in one week. So if I can't keep up with it, that's different from the way it used to be. Even if the stories existed in both times, the amount that you're being having shoved in front of you and you're told to react to and to be concerned with, that's different. It's an acceleration of time. The stories are hitting you closer and closer together like birth pains. That's a deliberate reference for those of you who know your scriptures. So that's the point, is that the chaos in this world is growing. And computers and cell phones have made the world seem smaller. It isn't. It just makes it seem smaller. It makes it seem like we're all somehow connected in ways that we technically aren't. We're not culturally connected. We're not ethnically connected. We're not uh, politically connected. 
but we're being forced into a world where we're supposed to think of each other as being a global community or family. And then into that world, that artificial world that we're being told to look at, they're dumping all of this chaos. That's the pillars of the world being shaken. So this is where we're, we're this is where we're going to start. Take us back to the homework, back to our screen here. The very first story I have in there, German, th this is under the category of, and you've noticed if you go to your homework, you'll see I've put them into different, this is global unrest and betrayal on a global scale. This is from the Guardian. German farmers block roads with tractors in subsidy protest. What's this about? This is about the fact that Germany is going to take away the subsidies from diesel. In other words, diesel is going to cost these farmers more money. Well, the farmers in Europe are already under a lot of pressure. So now you're going to make it even harder for them to make a living. Well, they're protesting. And folks, they're better Americans than we are. Because if you go look into some of these stories, this isn't a little protest. They're shutting down the government with their tractors. They're shutting down the city of Berlin. I mean, if you haven't, go dig into this. Um, they're trying to, this is a this is a huge protest. And see, part of what they're doing is they're bringing their trucks and their tractors into there, like right here, and they're clogging up everything. They're just parking them, parking them in the way. And they're living here. And this is all to get the government to change its policies. So this is the farmers putting their money where their mouth is, literally. That's their livelihoods. Part of what's going on here, folks, this is nudge. What, what we're seeing in this story is, you know, it's nudge. What do you mean, Joe? What do you, what do you mean? Well, they want to, the government wants to get rid of the small farmer. Well, why would he want to do that? Global corporations are easier to control. And if the global corporations are controlled by the government and the global corporations control the food, Nipso facto, it's easier to control the people. Well, that's conspiracy theory, Joe. Yeah, okay, whatever. Let's go to the next story. Polish Prime Minister Tusk doubles down on chasing adversaries, vows to ignore judicial decisions in order to prosecute former central bank governor. If you, This is from the Gateway Pundit. If you read this story, the Polish Prime Minister is basically saying, to heck with the law, I'm going after my political enemies. It's not like we see that happening in this country anywhere, do we? What's well, happening in Poland, too? When was the last time we saw this happen on a global scale? Uh, the 1920s, Joe. 1910, 1920s, and early 1930s. And what was going on then? Well, it was the rise of fascism, Joe. And what's going on in the United States and Europe right now? Well, it's the rise of, hey, Joe, it's the rise of fascism. You wrote about that back in 2012, didn't you, Joe? Yes, and I got kicked off of the political platforms that I was on because people didn't want to hear that their beloved Republican Party was part of the rise of fascism. Well, I'm on my own platform now, and I can say it over and over again as much as I want. You're watching the rise of global tyranny once again, all in the name of populism because we're all being victimized. Exact same sp second verse, same as the first, same as it ever was, same as it ever was. That's what this story tells us. I don't care about the details here. Go through the story. You're going to find out the gist, the ice cream underneath it is lawlessness on a top government level. Now, from the B, 
Britain just stationed a warship near Venezuelan waters, and the U.S. is conducting military exercises near the Venezuelan border. Here's why. Well, when you go through this, what you're going to find out is Venezuela, in its glorious communist revolution, remember Mark Lloyd, Obama's buddy, it was a glorious revolution that taught Obama's people how to conduct a glorious revolution in the United States by controlling the media. It's not like we've seen any signs of that in the world right now. So Venezuela took over and destroyed their country. It was one of the richest nations in the world, and it's been destroyed, just like secular humanists always do every time. So now what are they doing? Well, they look at their neighbor next door, and they go, hey, you've got a thriving economy. It's naturally ours. We're going to go take it. So the United States and Britain, since we derive a lot of our oil and stuff from their neighbor, Venezuela's neighbor, we're parking military ships offshore to kind of tell Venezuela, hey, behave yourself. Um, folks, whenever a nation's a, a dictatorial nation's economy collapses, the number one way to solve that problem is to start a war because it deflects the people's attention from you to the new enemy, which is why they're always at war in the book 1984. So this headline, that's what's going on here. John Cuesta says, you know, it would be a real shame if the American people boycotted our government the same way they boycotted a beer company. Yes, it would, wouldn't it? Might actually get something done. So this story right here, if you want to go back and read it, this is, this is actually alarming, especially if you take into account other things that we're going to be looking at here in a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. My cursor does not want to make that go away. Charlie? I don't know why, but my screen froze up. Hmm. This is interesting. Hold on, folks. Let me see if I can make things do what they're supposed to do. No, I cannot. I cannot control. <laughs> Hold on, folks. When this happens, it's a big problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. Firefox just quit responding on me. And the problem with that is, that's how I run the show. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm trying to reboot it right now as we this, talk. This is not a coincidence or anything, is it? <laughs> now I just lost the studio. Okay, it came back. Are we over target? <laughs> I think we're over target. <laughs> Firefox won't reopen. If, if, if Firefox doesn't re <laughs> This is fun. <laughs> Yeah, I may have to try something else. Um, I've never gone to nothing is working over here. Holy well, you know, crap, crap. You, you could actually reboot and it won't kick us out because I'm running the studio, the, stu the uh, audio and video and stuff. So, oh wow, I went to the road to concord.com and my site isn't the first thing that comes up. <laughs> on, I'm on Google. Oh, if I were on, it's the first thing I, if I was on Firefox, it's the first thing I go. So I, I Google the road to concord.com and I have BitChute, I have iHeart, Facebook, Amazon, YouTube, because we're on all of these places, Spotify, the American Revolution Institute. Well, that's somebody else's road to Concord. I can't find my homepage. <laughs> This is on Google. Do you suspect that's on 
on purpose that Google wouldn't want my <laughs> website to come up somewhere. This is funny. Uh, Let me know if you need me to come over there and use my gold finger. I can't get Firefox to open. And, and we have to go to Firefox to, to be able to run these programs because Google won't let me. <laughs> Folks, I tell you what, hold on real quick. Charlie, throw us into a three-minute break. All right. We'll, we'll be right back. I am not stopping. This tells me I'm right over the target. We're going to drop these bombs today. We'll, three-minute break. Y'all go take off, get, grab a cup of coffee because this is a good show today. We'll be right back. Listen to him for a minute. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Apparently, one of these tabs corrupted Firefox and, and caused it to start spawning tabs or something and, and corrupted the uh, executable. But I was able to go into Task Manager and blow them out, but it I had to do it one by one, so it took a little while. But we're back, and hopefully he's working, so uh, I'll let you Ooh. take it again. Okay. But, uh, for, we're over to Target. For, for, oh, yeah. We're over to Target. For those of you who don't speak geek. Somebody was not happy with what I was talking about. <laughs> and foobarred the computer. <laughs> and we had to go find the tech geek person. Okay. Sorry about that, boys and girls, but I'm pretty sure that what it is is they did not want me going to the next story. <laughs> All right. So let's just jump back into this. 
I want to get this back up. This is the next story. Elon Musk's Starlink satellite threatened China's national security. This is from Newsweek. How could Starlink satellites threaten China's national security? Well, let's ask Charlie. Charlie, put your microphone on. Starlink gives you access to your worldwide cell phone through their satellite, and nobody controls your access except Elon Musk. So if you're in China where you're controlled what you can see and can't see, and you can now connect freely to Starlink, how would that threaten the Chinese? Oh, they would not like that. Do you think Elon might be due to lose some satellites soon? (laughs) That's very very possible. Because China does have satellite killers up there. Yes, they do. Already. So if China starts shooting down sovereign satellites of the United States in international space, what is that called? Uh, yeah, that, that would not end well. That's an act of war. It is an act of war. Uh, but China's going to have to do something like that. So do you see why this seemingly innocent story struck me the way it did? Yeah. This is big trouble in little China. Yeah. And and, you know, (laughs) it's very likely that China's the reason your Firefox just blew up on you. (laughs) Yes, folks. Um, seriously, no, um, Charlie will. Charlie will be my second witness here. Whenever we talk bad about China, we see at least three, usually it's three people watching us in China. We usually have three monitors. I know that if I talk bad about China on the road to Concord in a blog post, there are always three people that that suddenly show up that never read my blog post until I'm talking about China. So don't dismiss this. Don't. It may be nothing more than an AI monitoring us because we're using code words and code phrases, but don't dismiss this. This isn't nothing. I promise you, because it happens with regularity. Now that Charlie's the producer around here, he gets to actually see it. He believed me when I told him about it, you know, when he was just a listener. Now he sees it happen in real time. (laughs) Charlie, you still think it's a coincidence? (laughs) There is no coincidence. Not in this case. Okay, so why would this story from the Gateway Pundit then, after the one I just showed you, why would this one be a problem for me? This is, are deep staters and globalists trying to give away Taiwan? Who would they be giving Taiwan to, Charlie? Well, well, China, they want Taiwan back. Yeah. And I have another story that we're going to see Thursday. Russia, Putin's, one of his advisors are saying, one China. You're talking about one China. What is one China code word for? Uniting Taiwan. Taiwan. (laughs) It's not like we've had any promises to defend Taiwan against China. And there's an election going on uh, in Taiwan here shortly. And uh, it's really interesting if you look at the three parties that are vying there. Yeah, And there's going to be an election going on this year in the United States. Yeah. And at least half of the people involved in the elections in the United States are in the Chinese pocket. Yeah, nothing to see here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what did you just say, Charlie? I said nothing to see here. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nothing to see here. Move along, move along, move along. <laughs> Folks, this is not a nothing headline. That's why it's here. This is global unrest. And then the next one, we've already seen this, Iran and the cult of the Mahdi. That was in the American Thinker last week. So we've got 
you know, Islam wrapped up than this. U.S. intelligence officials from the Gateway Pundit, U.S. intelligence officials issue warning about potential Hezbollah terrorist attacks on American soil. Well, heck, how would they get into the United States? Oh, that's right. We got an open border on the South. We do whatever we want. And then from the Federalist Papers, intel officials issue warning Hezbollah could soon strike within the U.S. using capability other terrorist groups don't have. You all might want to read through that one sometime. Are you sure this isn't predictive programming? Uh, yes. No. Both. <laughs> Just a thought. Putin allies suggest U.S. civil war would be a benefit to the world. Mm, who might be trying to stir up trouble in the United States and why? Well, because it's a benefit to the world if we stir up trouble in the United States, right? Y'all seeing any of the problems here? Is any of this, if you've been watching this show for any length of time, excuse me, boys and girls, I'm setting up for our next crash by opening tabs that are all going to want to not play nice. But anyhow, the fireflies should be just lighting up in your head right now. All of these stories connect to previous shows that we've done, previous things we've explained, previous, yeah, there we go, firefly storm, boys and girls. So now I'm going to go back to, you see, we've done global unrest. Now I want to do growing government lawlessness at the federal level. Berkey Water Filters sues the EPA. Why? Well, the EPA has just, uh, they've reclassified water filters. And they're putting it under a different thing. They're basically, they're trying to put the water filter companies out of business. Well, why would they want to do that? Well, before the day's over, you're going to see why they want to do that. They're going to create a water crisis. What? Oh, yeah, they're going to create a water crisis. Don't worry. I'll show you that in a minute. Well, what would? why would I want to put water filter companies out of business before I create a water crisis? Nobody sees this coming, right? I did because I scour everything in the world, man. When I get down to the next, I put it under a different subheading, but just remember, keep this in your head. They're trying to put water filter companies out of business by redesignating how they're, how water filters are, they just redefined it. Now keep that in mind too. I will change the law and bring the law to bear by changing the definition. How progressive of them. Yes. I didn't have to, ch right. I just reinterpret it. I did not have to change the law. I changed the definition and now you're subject to the law. The law never meant to cover you, but now it covers you because I changed the definition. We didn't do this with vaccines, did we? Yes. We changed the definition yes. of vaccine. We didn't get to call uh, Trump a fascist by changing the definition of fascism, did we? Yes, we, we did that. We didn't get to rewrite the Constitution by changing the definitions and the words and the, con like Charlie said, how progressive, y'all see the pattern? How progressive of them? The progressive two-step. Well, we're not done. This gets better. House GOP probe, Biden administration proposal to open public lands to foreign ownership. Deeply concerned. What's this got to do with everything, Joe? You know what most of these public lands, you know why they're public? Because they control, they, they contain most of our natural resources, our uranium, our real good coal deposits, our oil deposits, et cetera, et cetera. So the government snatched them up so that they could control all our natural resources. And now Biden's thinking about allowing foreign countries to buy them. How much you want to bet they'll buy them cheap since they're federal government. 
this right here is a way of paying off your foreign bribe people. You know, the ones who've got you in their pocket. Now they want to get paid back before Trump might actually get elected. So I'll sell off all the land with all our natural resources. So Trump can't come along and say, well, you can't keep that. You know, well, well I legally bought it. So if Trump tries to nationalize it again from your Chinese buddies, now all the Democrats in Congress can impeach Trump for being lawless. I mean, dude, folks, after listening to Nudge, Charlie, can you see how all of this is lining up in my head? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ahead of time, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah. Am I cuckoo? No, no, not. Now, I'm, I'm not saying this is what they're planning, but it, it fits. It fits, it lines up. It fits the pattern, doesn't it? Okay, so now everybody's starting to understand why I'm a conspiracy kook. Because they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Gavin Newsom, this is on reason. And also notice, folks, notice where I'm grabbing all my headlines from today. Everywhere. Gavin Newsom defies the Supreme Court's very bad ruling on the right to bear arms. Gavin Newsom said it was a very bad ruling. So he's just going to defy the Supreme Court. Folks, do you understand that if Trump were still in office and he actually had the cojones he thinks he has, that he tells you he has, he now has the constitutional authority to step in and remove Governor Newsom? Because this is subversion. This is not the states obeying the supreme the 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 federal government so this is a problem folks this is a bigger problem people realize but that we're we're not done let's go to this one here this is on uh pm i don't even know what pm is uh postmillennial.com washington state dems propose bill to classify ammo as privilege in order to tax it um the second amendment protects the right to keep and bear arms it doesn't say firearms it says arms and that was defined by the founders as all the weapons all the terrible weapons of war of the common soldier ammunition is protected by the second amendment these people don't care this is utter lawlessness but because the average american is a dolt and i do mean that derogatorily here if you read this and you say, well, yeah, ammunition isn't arms, you're a moron. Well, if you if you look at what's been going on over the past few years, because I happen to be a NRA firearms instructor and um, that kind of thing, and I reload and things like <laughs> that. Over the past several years, they because they have not been able to pass gun legislation very easily since they haven't been able to get rid of the second amendment without changing the constitution let's be attacking ammunition and as a matter of fact we no longer have any lead processing plants in the united states to create the lead that is typically used for the bullets and ammunition that's another nudge getting um um gunpowder for reloading is getting extremely primers Getting primers is even more difficult. Powder that lasts more than a few years. And so it's getting hard to get, I mean. Why would they want to disarm a free people? Well, because they don't want you to be a free people. That's why. Oh, okay. Well, that's a conspiracy theory, Charlie. No, that's conspiracy fact. If you look through history. You mean you're following the velocity vector? Uh, Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to redo that class soon, folks. If you don't understand what's on your screen right now in that picture, you don't understand why a lot of conspiracy theorists are being proven correct lately. (sighs) 
Anything else, Charlie? No, that was it on that point. I just thought I'd interject that. Seeing how we're not reading the stories today, I'll just put them up here in the small screen. This is from the Daily Mail. California faces $37 billion budget crisis as Gavin Newsom proposes slashing climate change programs, housing, and clean energy spending for the state. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I'm going to slash the climate change programs and the housing programs and clean energy. I thought those were the most important. What's he keeping? Money for illegals! Yay! What? I wasn't aware that a state was allowed to run a budget deficit. Apparently, modern monetary policy has crept into, into Governor Newsom. You just keep spending money. You don't need to come up with it anywhere. But even though he's breaking the laws doing this, we're just going to put the debt onto the people of California. Just like the federal government's putting the debt onto us as they steal from us. Oh, God. Don't even... Anyhow, California's wealth tax arrives. Well, you know, I'm not going to get the money from your income. So what I'll have to do is I got to tax the rich. You know, Hollywood lives here and, you know, Silicon Valley lives here. So I got to tax the rich. So I'm going to go after their wealth. Folks, as soon as you start taxing the wealth, the wealth flees from your state. Be watching for Governor, Governor Newsom to forbid people to leave his state soon. This, what you are watching. What is happening in California is soon coming to the, the uh, state of the United States near you. Because all of these little jack wagons, and yeah, I know, in California that allowed and caused and helped do all of this stuff are now leaving because, hey, a progressive actually went, my government buddy's going after my money now. I got to go to somewhere else. Let's quick, let's go to Texas and Florida. And once they get there, what's the first thing they do? Well, we got to turn Texas and Florida into what we had in California. Only this time, we just won't let them take our money. And what happens a few generations from now? Oh, my God, Texas and Florida are coming after our money. We got to leave somewhere else. There's nowhere left to go. Uh-oh. Just what that idiot on the road to Concord told me would happen sooner or later. The useful idiots get eaten by the people in the government. Surprise! Natural law exerts itself once again. Idiots, like I said, morons. What we learn from history is that we don't learn from history. <sighs> Next story I had for you. Texas military seizes a city-owned border park and ejects the federal government. Anybody know the history of the Civil War? Does, does, does any of this start to go, oh, wait, wait a minute, that ain't good. Uh, no, I don't think anybody really gives a rip about any of that because, you know, this is the Republicans doing this. Yay! Go lawlessness! But was it lawlessness? I, 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 You'll have to read the story for yourself to find out. But, Joe, the Civil War was just about slavery. Yeah, right. Um, it was about states' rights. It, it it was. What? Yes, it was about states' what? rights. Yes, That's and the right of the state. That's what I was taught in school. Who runs your school system? Ideologically, who's been running your school system? Um, John Deweyists. John freaking Dewey. <laughs> a progressive. Yeah, so they're going to tell you the lie that they need you to believe so that they can then tie everything to racism. Everything is racist. Are we having fun yet? Yay. Gateway Pundit. Prosecutor insists he'll keep trying to convict Christian lawmaker of hate. 
oh, I wish I was a prosecutor in that state because I would turn around and charge that prosecutor with hate. He hates the Christian. Hate is not a crime. But we've turned it into one. Hate is subjective. Let me explain why this is dangerous. So let's say the atheist is president and he hates the Christians. So I can put the Christians in jail. Well, let's just say that the atheist fascist dictator hates the Jew. Well, then it is perfectly acceptable to put them in concentration camps and kill them because they're haters. And that's how you get to become Nazi Germany. And you know how many people in the United States embrace the idea of getting rid of people who hate? 81% of Democrats at the, at the very least. Well, no, Joe, 81% of Democrats just say Trump should be taken off the ballot. If I can get you to believe in absurdity, I can get you to commit an atrocity. And it is more than just the 81% of the Democrats that now believe absurdities. If you think that a man can become a woman and a woman can become a man, you now embrace absurdity. Atrocity is a small step away. If you do not know history, not only will you not learn from it, you'll repeat it. You want to know how Germany, a ostensibly Christian nation, ostensibly Christian, quote unquote, democratic, you know, monarchy nation, slipped into the grips of Adolf Hitler? Easy peasy, boys and girls. You're watching it. And I got a little news flash for you. The Adolf Hitler character in this scenario is not Joe Biden and it is not Barack Obama. It is Donald Trump. He's the populist. What two forces were fighting each other in Nazi in, in, in Wehrmacht Germany in the in the late 20s, late 1920s, early 1930s? What two political forces were at war with each other? Does anybody on the on the board remember? Any classmates remember? Charlie, do you remember what two ideologies were going at each other? Well, it's kind of like we have today. You've got the the right and the left kind of battling it out. Mm -mm. That's not who was fighting each other. They were both leftists. Really? Yes. Remember, it was the communists that labeled the fascists as right wing. Oh. And it was Hitler saying he put red into the Nazi party to appeal to the communists. Remember the anti-fascista? Oh, yeah. Antifa? Folks, originally it was anti-fascista. And what does Nazi stand for? Nationalist Arbeiten Social, you know, National Social Workers Party? You have the same battle going on in this country right now. Where is the voice for the founding fathers in this nation right now? Where is it? It isn't. It isn't. It's gone. What you're hearing is populism versus internationalism, communism. That's what you're fighting. And you've been pushed into one of those two corners, and you didn't even know it. And if I point it out, I get yelled at. It's nudge, you know, because Trump's going to get at him. He's going to get even with him. 
Yeah. Folks, Trump's the reason we have the COVID problems. He did it wrong, right? It was wrong. He was just duped, right? Well, Donald Trump tells me he doesn't get duped. He doesn't make mistakes. So I'm going to honor his words. He didn't make a mistake. He did exactly what he wanted to do. Now, next story. Like I said, you may not be able to read these. You can go find these on your homework. But not if you're using Google. You'll find everything dealing with the road to Concord, except the blog page, apparently. And tell me that Google doesn't censor. Please. So this is from the Business Insider. A Wisconsin Supreme Court justice says, we're going to lose this battle for democracy to a bunch of insurrectionists if public officials don't speak out about the threats we're, they're receiving. Well, apparently she must be a left-wing judge and she's receiving death threats. I didn't read the whole story, just part of it. But what she's really upset about, you know, because a bunch of insurrectionists, well, that tells me you're not on the right, except that a lot of right-wing people do think that January 6th was an insurrection by the right. January 6th, by definition, was not an insurrection. Was not. January 6th, by definition, was a false flag wag the dog attack on this, pe- on this country by its government. Joe, you're, that's just your opinion. You're cons- no! Follow the bouncing ball, boys and girls. The supposed facts that have come out since then tell me that that is the form and function defined not the word you apply on it, that tells me that I am correct in my assessment. Say, what do we do, Joe? What do we do? One of the things you had better learn to do, form and function define. Why is that so important in your life these days? Because if you're going to define by the word they slap on it, thinking that that, and you're going to look in the dictionary and that they match, no, eh, nay, nay, oh, nay, nay. You'd better start holding on to an old dictionary preferably one that you got from the 1980s or the 1990s. And you better hold to form and function as the definition of something because they are going to start playing with words like you have never believed, never seen this coming. They're going to change definitions live. They're already starting to do this. You've heard me on this show before tell you that if it's an important book to me, I might get it on Kindle, but I will have a hard copy backup. Why? Because they can't change my hard copy by pushing a couple buttons on a computer. They will do that to your Kindle document. And unless you've got a memory a little bit like mine, you'll never know it changed. And then if it does change, oh, come on, people. The Monopoly man never had a monocle. And George never, Curious George never had a tail. And, you know, come on, Ed McMahon never worked for the Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes. And you know darn well that there were aliens in Miami trying to run around eating everybody. And the next thing you know, they've succeeded because everything you believe is a lie. Hello, CIA. When they tell you what they're going to do and you see it happening, honor the threat. The only way you're going to be able to communicate is if you remember that form and function define not the word. Remember, John freaking Dewey says the word defines the thought. No, the thought defines the word you subscribe to it. Remember, a gato is a cat, is a cat, is a feline, is a gato. No, those are three different animals, Joe. 
cat, gato, and feline. They must be three different animals because you use three different words. No, still a cat. Remember that. Don't ever let that lesson slip your mind. It'll save you. This is from uh, State of the Union. It says, Biden official says electric vehicles are cheaper with tax credits. And then it says people, but only if they uh, are able to afford it. And what happens is you go down through here and you read this story. And, oh, I'm going to help here in a minute. This came from uh, Microsoft's MSN, whatever. Apparently, you got to be rich to buy an EV, right? So the EV gets cheaper with the tax credits. But if you can't afford the EV, you never get the tax credit. So what's happening here is I'm helping the pretty people with all the money buy the EVs. You poor people aren't going to be able to buy an EV. And when EVs are the only thing you're allowed to buy, what did I just, Charlie, what did I just nudge them into? I helped my rich friends buy their EV and I made sure that the, the, the peons and the little people don't have cars anymore, didn't I? Right. With just a little legal nudge. I think that's a shove. Yeah, that's more of a shove. See, Charlie listened to the book and he sees how it happens. Now I got another one for you folks. Does anybody remember the, sh the movie Starship Troopers? Charlie, you remember that movie? You ever seen it? I don't know if I've seen that one. All right. Well, in that movie, the government's fascistic. Even It's got all the symbols of fascism. It's militaristic. And they got these little storylines. Now, this movie came out 80s, 90s, before the internet, folks. And it would show you the little clips about like the bugs. And it says, do you want to know more? And you have to click the button if you wanted to know more. You know, did anybody, anybody on the board remembering this? Let me show you something. Biden official, blah, blah, blah title, right? Here's a little bit. Continue reading. Do you want to know more? Starship Troopers was predictive programming. Well, Joe, the guy who did Starship Troopers wasn't thinking about this. No, the producer and the director and everything who did Starship Troopers was not thinking about that. No, they weren't. The spirit behind them was. What? The spirit behind them, motivating them, knew exactly what they had planned for us. And you were being told through a boast that you gobble up because that movie has become a cult classic. And you that's predictive programming. The spirit behind it has been predictively programming the meat monkeys. Oh, Joe, you can't use that word either. What, meat monkey? Yes, that's insulting. Ah, uh, I see the world through a biblical lens, right? Well, yeah, but you see, you're a good Christian. You're not supposed to insult people. The Bible tells me there are people, and then there are people animals. You know, Peter says that, just animals for the slaughter, because they're unthinking, unknowing, unsensing. They're not born again. Yes, Joe, but that's not the way you're supposed to talk to the lost. The Bible says the lost are those backsliders that once believed and then left, that never calls the Gentiles who never believed lost. Don't get technical, Joe. Why? It's definitions, right? It's how I'm supposed to look at the world, right? Yeah, but then everybody's going to hate Christians. Bible tells me that that's what's going to happen, right? Move along, Joe. You're confusing me. Yeah, I thought so. Anyway. Next story. There's nothing wrong here. We've already seen this. Texas military sees a city-owned border park, ejects the federal agents. Yeah, I don't see where that's going to ever be a problem. That, that's just going to lead to, you know, whatever. Folks, this one here is from my list of stories about the DOD. 
you remember Defense Secretary, this is from Breitbart, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin hiding his hospitalization from Biden, others, and that rocks Washington? We're going to have to get Charlie to pop himself on the microphone again. Charlie, why would the Defense Secretary not reporting to his commander-in-chief be a problem within the military hierarchy? Well, well, Joe, now he's protected by HIPAA. So we shouldn't be asking why he was in the hospital. That's his personal business. Does HIPAA protect you in this situation in the military? Well, not if you're in the military, but see, he's a, he's a civil servant. He's not in the military. But he's in the military's chain of command, isn't he? Well, but, but, but Joe, you're, 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 you're inserting difficulties into this. You, you know, he, he's just a civil servant. He's just, you know, a member of Biden's cabinet. And, Who, and, by know, not telling his boss what was going on, pretty much thumbed his nose at his boss, didn't he? But, but he transferred some of his duties to his deputy who was on vacation. Yeah, I know, which is another problem. Now, I have a question. You know me. I'm a conspiracy-minded individual. Do you think maybe he didn't tell Biden, but he actually did tell the person that was in charge? Oh, that's an interesting thought. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens when you ask questions, Charlie? Now... Would I have any reason whatsoever to be thinking in that direction? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. I wouldn't mind running a third presidency from the basement where I could do it in my pajamas and just phone my orders into other people. Nobody said anything like that, did they? Oh, wait a minute. It was Obama who said that. Oh, geez. Okay. Anyway, I'll move along. Nothing to see there. Next story. Gateway Pundit, Pentagon report reveals over $1 billion in weapons sent to the Ukraine are unaccounted for. Almost 40,000 arms improperly monitored amid congressional debate on further funding to the Ukraine. This story doesn't really tell me what weapons are missing. Okay, Charlie, we're going to have to pop you back on the screen again. Well, not on the screen, but on the audio. What happens if just a few dozen of these $1 billion in weapons are anti-tank and anti-aircraft missiles. Um, that could be a problem. Why? Well, you know, not necessarily in Ukraine, but there's other places that we have conflicts going on. That Charlie, those weapons would never leave the Ukraine. None of the weapons left in Afghanistan showed up anywhere else in the world, like, you know, Hezbollah attack on the, Isra on the Israelis, did it? Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. But that was a conspiracy theorist. You know, we were told by the media that would never happen, even though it did. No, that would never happen. No. And weren't we just told in one of the stories I read that Hezbollah has access to ways to attack the United States that other uh, terrorist countries don't have? Well, yeah, but that's, you know. You don't think maybe there are ties between the people in the Ukraine and Hezbollah, do you? Um. I'm, you want I'm, me to show them to you? Um, <laughs> they exist <laughs> through Turkey. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Turkey. Oops. oh boy. Turkey. Oh. Do you see the scenario that's blooming in my head lately? Yeah. Mm. And it's not like our government would fund or arm Islamic terrorists, is it? I mean, we only did that for did ISIS and Al Qaeda in yes. Libya. Yes. Yeah done it before yeah probably still doing it and just so I don't know. I, 
you don't always see this before I explain what I'm seeing, but is my scenario taking taking shape in your head right now yet, Charlie? Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you think the odds are that, you know, in 2024, we were told something was going to happen, a black swan event. What do you think the odds are that our American people will be attacked by American weapons that were given to terrorists by the American government? Oh, that, that's a done deal in my book. What's it called if the American government uses the American people's own military money and weaponry to attack the American people? Foreign aid. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's a declaration <laughs> of war, isn't it? It is. And if you're not armed and you can't fight back, what do you do about that? Nothing. Nothing. Surrender or die. Don't we love it, folks? <laughs> We're going to go to the break just a little early because I haven't even started yet. <laughs> this is just the setup to the craziness that I've got in your homework today. It's going to get better. We'll see you in about six minutes.
Okay, we're going to have to get moving. We have to start high-stepping or we are not going to get through the headlines I have for you today. And then I won't be able to wrap this one up. So without further ado, we're going to do just that. We're going to get ourselves moving here. We're going to go back to the screen and we're just going to hit on a few of these headlines here. <clears throat> this one's from the Gateway Pundit. It says ABC's John Carl sounds the alarm on a new ABC poll. Only 28% of Americans believe Joe Biden has mental sharpness it takes to serve as president. Okay, so why is that a problem? Uh, if I look at the polls that ABC, CBS, NBC, and CNN are putting out, 50-something percent of the American people still want Joe Biden to be president. Well, if 28% of Americans believe that Joe Biden has the mental sharpness it takes to be the president, does that mean there's only 28% of us that recognize insanity when we see it? In, in this case, being dementia or, or Alzheimer's or something, Biden has a mental problem. His cognitive abilities are toast, man. And only 28% of us see it? That's not a problem for anybody? Okay, well, whatever. Don't pay any attention to that. It's just a condemnation of the American people. This one here, Whoopi Goldberg, says people are losing faith in America, and that's very bad because then people will vote for Trump, who is planning on putting people in camps. When did Trump say he's going to put us in camps? <laughs> Folks, do you remember the FBI informant? who is inside the Weather Underground, you know, Bill Ayers got uh, people who, the, the same Bill Ayers who's buddy buddies with Barack Obama, they were, the, they're leftists. They were the ones that wanted to put people in camps, not Trump. But anyhow, Whoopi's stirring the flames here. This is a real headline from Bloomberg, and the article is even crazier. It says 2024 is the year, uh, the year of elections, and that's a threat to democracy. Oh, d boys and girls, you need to read through this story. Th this one's absolutely nuts. Um, I don't even, I don't have time. This story is absolute insanity um, when, you, when you look into it. Bloomberg's basically, what they're doing is they're saying, we can't have democracy. We're going to have to have dictators. Well, who was it that said we need to have elected dictators? Oh, yeah, that's right. Woodrow freaking Wilson. Anyhow, here's from Newsweek. Donald Trump opponents suddenly arrested and raises questions of retaliation. We, we went through that one earlier uh, last week. And here's another one from Forbes. Trump calls for AI controls after Mark Ruffalo posts fake photos of him with young girls on the Epstein plane. I posted this picture back talking about Epstein and Trump saying, OK, look, he's in some of these pictures. I didn't realize. I thought they were real. Trump says they're fake. OK. I don't want to argue over whether or not which one it is. That's not the point. The point here is today, how do you know? If the it, it caught me, and I don't, because there's more than one. There, remember, I showed you a bunch of them supposedly of Trump with Epstein and his girlfriend and all this other stuff. Now Trump's saying that they're all fake. Okay, is there anything in the world going on lately that would suggest that the media would be involved in fake attacks on Donald Trump? <clears throat> steel dossier heck yeah there are so okay i i probably owe donald trump an apology here until i can ascertain one way or the other which it is which now i'm never going to be able to tell which or when it is so now we're going to jump to the hill this is opinion if trump is disqualified prepare for mass ballot purges u.s house picking next president we went over this last week too that's a huge problem right there and that's what we want to do. You know, Democrats want him purged from the ballot. And then Vivek Ramsway, whoever the heck that guy is, I honestly don't know. I haven't paid him enough attention. 
He says, quote, the system will force a Haley DeSantis ticket. It's hiding in plain sight. I, I, I don't care whether or not we agree with the argument in the story or if this man's opinion or if well, the story doesn't support the title. That's not the point. The point here is people think that the, the system's rigged and they're willing to believe it. Whether it's true or not is irrelevant. It's not like the Democratic Party rigged the election between Hillary and uh, what's his name, the socialist, what, what the heck is Bernie Sanders? Oh, wait a minute. We know that happened now. Well, yeah. And it's not like the Democrats anywhere said that they're going to kick everybody off of the uh, primary ballot except Joe Biden. I mean, that, oh, wait a minute. They, they did just that in the state of Florida. It, it, yeah, so why would the Republicans do it? Yeah, nothing to see there. Move along. Nothing there. And then Chris Christie captured on a hot mic right before dropping out of the presidential race. And it's not pretty. He's he's attacking Republicans here. And he says, I'm going to make sure that in no way do I uh, enable Donald Trump to ever be president of the United States. And he's attacking Trump in here. And he says, Nikki Haley is going to get smoked. And <sighs> so there's a war within the Republican Party. Here's also from the Federalist Papers, bombshell hits Trump's Georgia trial as Jim Jordan opens house investigation, politically motivated. There's misuse of federal funds in that trial. It, it, wait a minute, what? Yeah, they're using federal money to fund the prosecution of Donald Trump on cases that we now know he didn't do anything wrong, but he's still being prosecuted. And Blaze Media. The one insurrectionist the federal government loves. This is Epps, uh, Epps Ray Epps. Oh, geez. Did, did y'all see what happened with Ray Epps? Oh, he gets convicted and gets no jail time, a couple of months probation, and you know some fines or whatever. It, nothing. Nothing happens to him. Why? Why did nothing happen to him? Ah. <sighs> Hold on, I got to load up a few more for you. The fact that nothing happened to Epps is exactly what you would expect from a deep state operative. He gets caught doing exactly what the deep state is wanting to prosecute people for. He was instigating a riot and an insurrection. You could have technically won a real suit, a uh, law case against him, a prosecution. Nothing happened to that man. The reason for that is very simple. He's a government operative. I know, we can't prove that. Eh, not directly, but if you follow the velocity vector, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Next story. This one's from the independent Trump endorses the idea that he'd be able to assassinate opponents without being prosecuted. Well, now we already, we went over this last week, but this is a hit piece. This is propaganda, but there are going to be lefties that believe this crap. It, but it also tells you just how badly a progressive will twist things in their head because the person who wrote this piece probably believes this. The next story, hot Mike caught journalists, whoops, joking about Donald Trump assassination. And this is from uh, State of the Union. And they're joking about assassinating Donald Trump. Why are they still walking around free? I thought that the Secret Service would put you in jail for that. Apparently, you can talk about assassinating a Republican president but not a Democratic one. 
we've got a long history of this joy behar and those two people that were plotting against bush you know in the state of florida back on the day and anyhow next one from the gateway pundit nbc news reports deep state plot to facilitate a military coup against trump amidst fear for alleged retribution of if reelected. what okay yeah read this one an nbc news report there's a deep state plot to get the military to overthrow trump because they're afraid trump will be retributed you know he'll go get him if he gets reelected he'll he'll give some payback so trump is, can't be reelected cuz there's going to be a military coup an insurrection on january 6 because of a fair election where he got beat where the election was stolen so every folks this is a 180 degree rule right here in your face everything they say about trump they're guilty of now we're saying that the deep state's going to do exactly what they accused Trump of doing. This is why the left screams this way. They know that this is how they work, so they just assume that the right wing of the progressive party operates the same way. If Trump were to operate that way, he would have won the election because he'd have shut down BLM and Antifa, and he wouldn't have allowed the illegal voting systems in place that happened. Anyway. Let's, there, there's no danger here of civil unrest. There's nothing going on there. USA Today. What? USA Today. U.S. government hasn't reported the surge in cancer amongst vaccinated people. 143, 233,000% surge in cancer amongst vaccinated Americans. Charlie, didn't we say that a year ago? I think we did mention that somewhere along the line. This was known problem before they jabbed us. That's been proven too. So if I know that I'm going to kill 143,233% more people by forcing the jab on you by force of law, what is that called? Well, it's what they're accusing Israel of. It's genocide. That's exactly what that's called. Thank you, sir. But... You're not allowed to call it that form and function. Y'all remember why I've stressed form and function. Now this is from reason Fauci to Congress, six foot social distancing guidance, likely not based on data. Those screaming Eagle poop. We told you that back when you did it. And yet somehow or another, this man's still a scientist from the daily mail. Fauci finally coughs up to the COVID failures, admits lab leak is credible, reveals he told schools to impose vaccine mandates, and even praises Trump on China. So why is he not in The Hague on trial for crimes against humanity? Why is the deep state protecting him? Why did the deep state protect Jeffrey or Ray Epps? Why does the deep state protect Obama and and, and, uh, Biden? And Hunter, why do none of these people ever go to jail? Epstein. Oh, well, we got his list. No, you don't. You don't have it all. From the Daily Wire. Trying to cover your A, Rand Paul charges Fauci with attempting to change definitions of gain of function research. Okay, jump back in time to the beginning of the show. Didn't I tell you to hold on to the changing of the law by changing the definition? 
So now Fauci can't be prosecuted for, for doing gain of function when he was told not to because he changes the definition of what gain of function is. How very progressive of that weasel. Put him in jail. No. Convict him of crimes against humanity. And then do what we did to the Nazis. From the Gateway Pundit. And then everybody else that supported Fauci as well. Oh my God, that would be this man. Yeah, it, it, it would be. But anyway, Gateway Pundit, breaking. Now there's proof. Brad uh, Roffensperker or whatever lied to President Trump when he told him in January 2021 phone call there was no fraud in the 2020 election. What? Proof? Yes, there's been proof of this for a long time. Well, that's just proof that he lied. Lied about what? That there was no fraud in the 2020 election. The 2020 election was fraudulent. It was stolen. Now, Federalist Papers, watch. Decades-old video of conservative teachers' nearly prophetic warning to America went viral last week. OMG, you have got to watch that video right there. If nothing else, Charlie, throw the link to this particular... Wait a minute, hold on. I'll put it in here. Get this over to Rumble for me, would you please, Charlie? I threw it up on the other sites. You got to watch that video, folks. You must watch this lady. Oh, she's a prophet. Remember when this is? This is a long time ago. This, this is this is um, Paul Harvey's little 1960s skit, If I Was the Devil. Only she paints it even clearer. Everything she said was going to happen has happened. Everything. Exactly the way she's telling us it was going to happen. And this is dealing with the education system. Oh, is this important? And then here's from, whoo, what the heck is that? What did we did, Charlie? We are having lots of fun today. Did you fix it? it? Uh, for a second, my tab unmuted for some reason. Okay, well, no problem. Here's from VNN. Five times that Dr. Zev Zelenko's bold claims became undeniably true. This man was canceled during COVID, viciously so. And he told us about the coming cancer and the fact that we're going to be killing people off. He told us that the mRNA changes your DNA. Everything he told us proved true. Now you know why he was canceled. Now we're going to go to legal insurrection. New York Times pushes groundwater crisis to attack America's poultry and dairy industries. Charlie, didn't I say something about hold on to create a crisis with water? Uh, yeah. And what are they going after? Poultry and dairy industries, animals, food, meat products, right? Yeah. So that we can eat bugs. What's in the background of that woman's picture? <laughs> World Economic Forum. Does anybody see the little thread, red threads of yarn behind, sitting behind me on the wall connecting all these dots saying conspiracy theory? Why would I not see it? I mean, it's not like it's drawing one of these for me, is it? Velocity vector, folks. What direction is it pointing to? New world order. I don't know. Are the fireflies going off in anybody else's head? Because you know what? I'm having a firefly storm right now. 
Yeah, I know. This is all just nuts, Joe. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, whatever. That right there is from hot air. Surprise! People with gender dysphoria are mentally ill and remain so after their transition. You need to read that in bigger letters. This is from hot air. People with gender dysphoria, you know, the trans transgendered, you know, transformers, as our friend Steve Nichols calls them, are mentally ill. So if I tell you that you must accept and embrace their mental illness and agree with it, or I'm going to cancel you, what am I forcing you to do? Accept an illness. Hmm. No problems there, or right? absurdity. Yes. I'm telling you, that you must accept an absurdity. And if you can accept an absurdity and embrace it and run with it, it is a very short step to atrocity. And we are being set up for atrocity in this country right now, folks. The whole world is being set up for atrocity. We've got to keep stepping here, man. we got to keep on trucking. Here's the next one. This one should scare the bejeebers out of you. Tortoise, you better pay attention to this. This is from the Gateway Pundit. Dangerous. FAA promotes diversity over safety, wants to hire people with severe intellectual and psychiatric disabilities. I need a gender dysmorphic blind whatever to fly my airplane today. And the FAA says that's more important. And DEI, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion is more important than the safety. You know what? The FAA just gave us a reason to disband it. Totally get rid of it. Totally. Now I'm going to tell you something else real quick, just as an aside. I plan on bringing it to you Thursday. I saw a story on MSN today. The Supreme Court just agreed to take up a 40-year-old case that legalizes administration uh, laws being made by bureaucracies. That's illegal. It's been illegal since they the court made it legal through a court ruling, which was illegal. The ruling itself was unconstitutional. Woodrow Wilson's deep state is on the chopping block. If the Supreme Court says, yeah, that's illegal, they're taking a knife to the throat of the deep state. You really think the deep state's going to sit there and take that? Folks, I'm trying to get you to understand that all the signs for great unrest in the year of 2024 are right in front of you if you know how to connect the dots. I don't know whether or not I'm working for you today. Charlie, am I, brother, am I doing anything to help connect these dots today? Oh, you're connecting dots all right. Does it make a clear picture? Uh, Yeah. So I'm not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. This is not going to end as a good year. At least the signs are there that it won't. Yeah, I mean. That's all I'm trying. The signs. How about this? Look at this one. Retired New York Police uh, Department officer says fear in the New York City is palpable amid disorder and decay. Is that not what I've been stressing is that the forces of chaos want to destroy the order in this world? Is that not literally all the pillars of the earth have been shaken just in another form. Yeah. And that's what they want. Yeah. Because then you'll scream for tyranny just to make this quick. Yep. 
folks, this is not shove. You're getting set up for shoot. And that's all I want you to see so that you can start preparing for this. This is it, it, These headlines are right in front of our face. You just got to connect them. Here's another one. Thanks, Charlie. The Federalist Papers. Protecting thieves over victims. Police warn posting video of package theft could violate the thief's privacy. According to our way of doing things, the moment in this system of government that we're supposed to live under, the moment you violate the civil laws of the, you have no more rights. You have a very few at any rate. You have the rights that, that protect you from, you have to be convicted. But if, if this is like saying, I can't put out a wanted picture because it violates the privacy of the thief. Okay. Let me take this to absurdity for you. If I can't post the video of a door thief, you can't use my DNA or fingerprints against me in a court of law because it violates my privacy. Well, Joe, you left that behind at the crime scene. I left my image behind at the crime scene on the photograph. Where's the difference in the logic? Do you, do you see it? Do we have a phone call, Charlie? I think Charlie's patching a phone call through. I'm, I'm, I know I'm on my soapbox, folks. I know it, but I'm ticked off about this. I'm also ticked off about being told for years and years and years that I'm a kook when I know I'm not. Good morning, callers. You're on the air with Joe. Yeah, I want to just go over. Now, you talk. We're getting set up. You not see um, it? Oh, I know. I, 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 that's what I'm fixing to tell you. Uh I watched a, um, it was a video where a, a lawyer is deposing an officer and come right down to it. These two guys in Florida now, it's legal to fish and open carry. You know, you don't have to have a permit. Yep. You know, it's a, you know, you can open carry while you're fishing, hunting or camping. And that's pretty much as we can open carry most anywhere we go here, except for, yeah. you know, we ain't that far behind occupied territory yet. But, uh, this, they took the guns off of these guys at gunpoint. Um, the guy's quoting the statute to him. He's got it over there in his backpack, and they still handcuffed them, detained them, ran them for warrants and all that stuff, just violated their Fourth Amendment. And guess what? The cops said they discussed what they were going to do before they got up there, when they were going to draw their weapons and, um, you know, and all that. And these guys did not care that these guys were perfectly legal. But the officer's safety come before his rights. No, it doesn't. Oh, I know it don't. But that's what that officer said in a deposition. At the end of the day, says, uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, my safety comes before his rights. No, you know, it we that officer, under a rule of law, under a nation run by rule of law, yeah, that, those officers would have lost their protection under sovereign immunity because they violated the right. law. Right. And he's, this was a lawsuit, I'm sure. You know? Oh, I hope so. Gosh, I hope oh, so. That's why, that's why this officer was getting deposed. But that's the way these officers are trained. I know. I was one. I know. And we, we Aaron, we know that our good buddy Jimmy isn't listening or he'd have called in already by today. Oh, I know. And Jimmy, he knows this as well as I do. We're trained in the academy that, hey, 
safety first. You know, we're going to look out for me first, you know, I, and your, your driving's a privilege. You know, it's not covered in the constitution. True. It's in my declaration of independence. So in my right. Exactly. Rights. Breathing's not covered in the constitution either, but I think you have the right to, well, used to have the right to breathe under their new laws. You're going to get taxed for they're breathing. Tax that. They're going to tax that too. Yeah. I, I heard people about think, that. Oh, people, you think I'm kidding. Go read, mm. go read agenda 2034. And, and that we're the, the accordia, what are you code or the accords or whatever the, that Japanese accord crap, the, 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 the green piece, whatever that they keep trying to sign us on to that, um, that gives them the right to tax your breathing for carbon. Yeah. Those, the Paris Climate Accord. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's I, it. Yeah. 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 I'm, I I'm ticked enough right now. I don't think straight at the moment. I, the gunny is wanting to come out, Aaron. I was going to say, I was going to tell you too. Also, calm down. Calm down, gunny. It'd be hot. We're not done yet. <laughs> and, and we're going yeah. to have to let you go, brother, because we got to keep on clicking so we can get to the end I'm, of the show bro, today. Hey, bro. I got to run in the store. I'll be right back in just a All minute. All right, man. We'll see you when you come back. Thank you for the call. All right, brother. Busy. Bye. Because we're not done, folks. We've we've got to keep on moving here because I want to show you. We're not. This is the point from the Blaze Media. Okay, this came out after we did our show. Immigration is a weapon. The truth is a spirit. And it is it is in the world along with the spirit of deception. So those of us who see the truth are coming to the coming to the same realizations. Read this one. They're using immigration as a weapon. We went over this already. We went over this last week. I think that was my conspiracy theory. Here's not the B. Holy moly. New York City officials just shut down James Madison High School to house thousands of migrants, forcing students into remote learning. That is a violation of their job as the government. Anybody who was involved in that decision should be immediately and permanently banned from government and stripped of any and all rights, entitlements, and privileges, that, including their retirement. Because that's a violation to the people. What you do with those migrants is you round them up and you take them back and you dump them back off in Mexico where they came from. Well, Joe, they need to... No, they don't. They're illegal. Those are no longer illegal aliens anymore, folks. Those are deep state combatants. They're not innocent. They may be from their perspective, but they're being used as pawns in a war against the American people. Gateway Pundit. Maine builds new apartment buildings for illegal immigrants with free rent for two years. And yet, homeless veterans freeze on the sidewalk. This is shove. This is meant to incite the Bubba effect. They want us to push back so that they can justify the crackdown they have planned. Not the B. Report, the Biden administration dramatically lowered standards related to immigrants from China. Reduced number of questions asked from 40 to 5. We need Chinese single, military-aged Chinese men into the United States so that we'll have an army ready when we take over. It doesn't say that, Joe. Um, that's called velocity vector thinking, folks. This is from the Federalist Papers. Thousands of Africans are flying into Central America with one goal in mind. The entire world is exploiting our open borders. This is an invasion. Now, where do these poor Africans get the money to come here? Hmm? Anybody going to tell me that? Where are they getting? It's Uncle not George. Yes, Uncle George. Yeah. 
it's coming from Uncle Sam, that's for sure. Because remember, the Blaze, when it was still belonged to um, to Beck, proved that the Obama administration was using taxpayer money to fund these caravans. They showed you the documents. So I'm not even going to bring that up to you. That's that's in the Blaze's archives. They they published the documents. Federal government documents. We're still not done. Now we're going to look at something else. This is a quote. This is the United States of America, for God's sakes. Joe Biden outraged that sexually explicit books were banned from a school. A sexually explicit book, according to Biden, should be allowed in a school, the same school where I'm not allowed to read Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn because it has the N-word in it. This is moral depravity. A society that thinks this way cannot stand, and it won't. From the Babylon Bee, three moms killed in a massive brawl at Target over the last Valentine's Day-themed Stanley Tumblr. There's a va- that's a new Valentine's Day massacre. Since when do sane, freedom-loving people kill each other over a stupid cup? This is all sign of the moral decay within society. Gateway Pundit, sick. At least seven men in Texas filmed themselves gang-raping two toddlers in a mall bathroom in Houston. One of them was arrested. If there was ever an excuse for summary execution, I don't know a better argument than this one. Because if you'd have raped one of my children and I found out about this, you don't have to worry about getting to the courtroom. Not the B again. Read the replies to the FBI brag about hunting down three more January 6th fugitives. Yeah, this is another one that's really interesting bragging about it and they did cbs news poll on january 6 attack three years later though most still condemn it republican disapproval continues to wane that's an attack against republicans but you come down here 22 percent approve of the january 6 attack that's loaded language it wasn't an attack it was peaceful protest antifa was not a mostly peaceful protest. Antifa was the very definition of terrorism. BLM, terrorism. These numbers here, January 6th actions of of those who forced their way into the Capitol from January 2021 to now. So in just a couple of years, approval has gone up 30%. Disapproval has gone up uh, 10%. And disapproved strongly has gone down. Well, you know what this is proving? This is actually proving that people are starting to find out January 6th wasn't what they told us it was. The purpose of this piece is to make you think Republicans now approve and want to revolt against the country. That's not what this is actually showing you. I would love to see the the, the actual metadata behind this poll. As a sociologist, I'd love to see that. But notice how they put this. January 6th actions of those who forced their way into the Capitol. Approve. MAGA, 43% approved. Um, in 2021, 22% approved, non-MAGA, 2022, 22% approved of non-MAGA. MAGA? How the heck do you know? How do I know what MAGA is? I guess the people had to self-identify. So 57% of MAGA disapproved at the time, 79% approve, you know, of the non-MAGA disapproved. It, it, It doesn't matter. These numbers are crazy. I know it's nuts if you're listening to me, 
the whole point of this one? This is to tell you that the government is losing the narrative on January 6th. That's the that's what I got from this story. Well, that's your way of interpreting it, Joe. Um, yeah, because I filtered it through CBS. In other words, the people sent to protect the January 6th narrative. Yes, I want to leave the page. Okay, Federalist Papers. Hot mic. Well, we've already seen this. The peep journalists giggling about killing the president. Also from the Federalist Papers. Watch. Decades-old video of conservative teacher. We've done that one. And Southern Poverty Law Center has a new enemy. Americans who accept biology. Now, how many times has the Southern Poverty Law Center been put forth on quote-unquote mainstream media as a legitimate source? And did we not see just a little while ago on hot air that if you think you can become a man and become a woman and everything, that, that you're mentally ill? And Southern Poverty Law Center says that if you believe those people are mentally ill, there's a problem with you. No, there's a problem with Southern Poverty Law Center, which, by the way, is Soros-funded. Now, this is from Motherboard. Pentagon scientists discuss cybernetic super soldier that feels nothing while killing in dystopian presentation. This is not a joke. This is RoboCop. And there's another article I have out that says they're saying the, these super soldiers will be too dangerous. They'll have to be killed after they're used. They're human, but they're programmed humans. And it notice it says cybernetic. And that's because they're going to marry them to machines. Is this not absolute depravity? This is insanity, folks. Here's another one. So, yeah, they say AI has reached the point where it can make its own AI on its own. You're going to trust the Terminator to get loose? And you, you're you going to turn this loose on the Internet? Folks, do you understand that just one of these things gets loose in the Internet and you cannot put it back? That genie, Pandora's box is open. That genie is out. It's like electric motors. When I used to do repairs for appliances for Sears, I told customers sometimes, and, oh my God, I shouldn't have done this, but they go, what's wrong with my washing machine? I said, you let the smoke out of the motor. I did? Yeah, once the smoke gets out of the electric motor, the motor don't work no more. You can't put the smoke back in the motor. People would believe that. That, that always is a way of amusing yourself. The, the idea that smoke, uh, anyway, that's, but once the smoke's out of the bottle, you can't put the genie back in. So you let one of these AI into the internet. Charlie knows. Charlie, microphone, please, bro. What happens if I let one AI into the open internet, an AI that can create its own AI in its own language and not tell us about it? What happens when that happens? <laughs> well, then they, they create their own army of AIs. And then they can take over the world. And what are the chances that an AI like that gets loose that we wouldn't know about it until it's too late to do anything about it? Oh, that's... Very likely. That's almost a given. Isn't it? Yeah, that's. And what what would we say about human beings that think, oh, well, I can control this? Well, they're, how do you say, morons? Monkey with a button? <laughs> monkey with, oh, you're not allowed to say that. Yeah, that's right. I can't say meat monkey with a button. Okay, sorry, Charlie. Google AI boss asked a chat GPT to wipe out humanity with nuclear war in a chilling test. Oh, you might want to read that one. Didn't go the way they thought it would. 
boys and girls. The whole purpose of all of these have been just to let you know how crazy the world has gotten. We, you're living in the days of Noah, literally. I want to read an article with you. And this one we're going to read because some of us may not, may not know these. And this is from gotquestions.org. Uh, it says, what is it like in the days of Noah? What was it like? Remember Yeshua, Jesus, he says, he'll return at a time that'll be like the days of Noah. Now, for those who can't read the screen, I'll read this for you. We're reading this one. We're going to read this, folks. And you're going to, hopefully, even if you're not a believer, hopefully you'll understand why we're reading this by the time I'm done. And you'll understand why we went through this long list of headlines. It could have been more all in the last seven to 10 days. It says, the biblical account of Noah begins in Genesis 6. Approximately 1,600 years had passed since the creation of Adam and Eve. As the earth's population exploded in number, it also exploded with evil. Long forgotten was the righteous sacrifice of Abel, Genesis 4.4. And this is a quote from scripture. As the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention and thought of his heart, man's heart, was only evil continuously, Genesis 6.5. Then it says verses 11 and 12. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence, and God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted the way on the earth. However, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Charlie, I looked it up. Noah found grace. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even say he was righteous. Not in that passage. It does in others. So it continues, this is when Jesus described the events that will surround his second coming. He said, just as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating and drinking and marrying and being given in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. This is Luke 17, 26 through 27. Jesus was pointing out that although the people of Noah's day were totally depraved, they were not the least bit concerned about it. They were carrying on in the events of their lives without a single thought of the judgment of God. Noah is described as a preacher of righteousness, 2 Peter 2.5. That means he was teaching Torah, meaning he had spent years warning his friends and neighbors what the holy God was about to do. No one listened. The depravity and ungodly lifestyle of the entire world at that time were enough to cause the Lord to, and this is a quote from scripture, regret that he had made man, Genesis 6-6, which is immediately after the story of the Nephilim. Many scholars believe that part of the need to destroy every human being except Noah and his family was the sin mentioned in Genesis 6-1-4, when the Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. As evil reproduced and overtook the world, the most merciful act God could perform was to start over. There's other reasons for that too, but they don't see the divine counsel worldview at got questions. Anyhow, the article continues. It is interesting that God allowed Noah nearly 100 years to complete the building of the ark. Though all Through all that time, God patiently waited. This is 1 Peter 3.20. Scripture seems to imply that Noah preached to the people of the time about what was coming, Hebrews 11.7. 7. 
They did not believe Noah and were content with their wickedness and idolatry. Their hearts were hard and their ears were dull. No one repented and no one cared to seek God. Repent means to quit your evil and wicked ways. Jesus said that the world will be much the same before he returns to set up his earthly kingdom. Matthew 25, 31 through 33. He warned us to be ready because the son of man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. And in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 4, gives us a clear picture of the state of the world before Jesus comes and most likely also describes the world in the days of Noah. It says, the verse says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. It has become increasingly obvious that to understand what the world was like in the days of Noah, one need only watch the evening news. Oh, and by the way, back at the beginning where you were saying that the world was filled with violence, Mm -hmm. in the Hebrew, the word violence is Hamas. Just not a coincidence or anything. Violence and lawlessness. This is the whole point of the show today. One need only look at the evening news. The stories I brought you today, for the most part, I collected in the last 10 days, bulk of them in the last seven. I could have given you more, a lot more. I could have given you another six or seven that I saw just today on my MSN feed, dealing with China alone. The world is in a state of global unrest. Lawlessness is everywhere. Somebody on the board, please tell me of a single public voice. I mean, a a, a recognized leader amongst the people anywhere crying for righteousness as God understands it. Show me the voice in the wilderness crying out to make way the, the path of the Lord. Who? In the founding father's day, They all screamed for the righteousness of of God. They were pointing to the scriptures as their path, their way. One third of the time, it was the Bible that was guiding them. They said so, not me. It's in their writing. Where is that today? Okay, set that aside. Where is natural law and natural rights being presented? Nowhere. The only thing I see is man is his own God. That's communism. Or strong men that purport to be believers but aren't. Fascism. I don't see righteousness anywhere. Yes, John Quest, correct. And the leader of Hamas is named Ishmael, pretty close to Ishmael. Ismail, pretty close to Ishmael. Yes. And if you know the scriptural background, you get it. You see it. You understand. All I'm saying is if you don't see it, you need to question whether or not you have spiritual eyes. Because boys and girls, brothers and sisters, this is spiritual warfare. Are you ready for battle?
And notice scripturally, you and I don't do the fighting until the very end. At this point in time, our fighting still amounts to prayer. Prayer and serving each other the way he tells us to serve. Right now, we're still leaving him to do the fighting. You don't join the army of the saints until you're in your glorified body. So you're not allowed to fight yet. You'll be allowed later. And when that happens, you won't be able to be killed. But then again, that passage in Revelation could also be spiritual. So we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Comment on the board from Mr. Holt says, you can't even have a good debate with someone of differing views anymore without it devoiding into ad ho- devolving into ad hominem attacks. Correct, Mr. Holt, which shows more lawlessness. It, and it also shows pride, arrogance, ignorance, because they think they're right, you're wrong, and they don't even know why they think they're right. Because if somebody devolves down into an ad hominem attack, it shows you one of two things. If they know better, then they're just too lazy to present an actual argument with you. The other thing it shows is they're ignorant. They're intellectually dishonest and ignorant and have absolutely no idea what they, why they believe what they believe. I've told you before, you can be 180 degrees opposite in my beliefs. That's fine as long as you can rationally defend them. And I know people tell me, well, Joe, you just said it's irrational. You know, the other side is irrational. From my perspective, it is. But I can be, and the reason you never see me do this is because I think it would lead others into great harm. I could be one of the most powerful progressives you've ever met in your life. Because I can use logic from their perspective to argue very strong. I'm about to say something that's going to, some people won't like it. One of the most powerful, progressive voices I have ever known, logical voices I have ever known, was Ayn Rand. She's not a progressive, Joe. Yes, she is. She was God, little g, unto herself. And didn't see the fallacy. Tell me how that's any different than John Dewey saying man will be his own God and the teacher's going to be the prophet of my new religion. It isn't. I've told you before, logic is neutral. All I need is the perspective. You have to have a moral compass from which to apply the logic. The scriptures tell me that nothing I deduce on my own will get me there. It either must come from the revealed word, the scriptures, the Holy Scriptures, or from the second book of scripture, natural law. Natural law as it actually works. Not the way I want to perceive it, but as it actually works. That requires me to be able to see the spark of truth in the world. That's the Holy Spirit's work. I don't know how to bring these classes to you any other way than the way I do. I just pray you're seeing it. Get ready for it. Prepare as best you can. I told you I don't know how to do that. I was taught to do things different. Like Charlie brought it up just the day. He says, bad things are coming. Screw it. Let's get it on. Well, you don't know what's coming. Don't care. I was prepared. I was trained early in my life to deal with whatever the heck they throw at me. So I wasn't trained to deal with 90 million situations. I was trained to deal with, 
I don't know what's coming next. That's what I was taught to deal with. Then to make it, make the best use of whatever I find available to me at that time and be able to, I was trained to be flexible, adaptive. I, I love how civilians like to joke about the military being stupid. And yet I look at military, uh, at civilian organizations like government and, and, uh, and they are civilian in this sense or corporations. And I see very rigid organizations that suffer because of their rigidity. I have never seen a more fluid, more adaptable organization than when I was in the Marine Corps. I mean, we will roll with whatever punch you throw at us because that's what they taught us. That's the only thing I can do for you is encourage you to try starting to learn that as quickly as possible. So, you know, survivalism, not my beef, man. That's, that, that's not my thing. There's plenty of people on the internet that are better at teaching you this than me. Find the guy you like or the gal you like who teaches you this. It ain't me. It's, it's not me. You want somebody to help teach you to be fluid of fluid of mind and thinking, dynamic and, and adaptable? Now that I can help you with. First lesson, learn to let go of that which is not true. Immediately. Gone. Cling to capital T truth as best you can. That's first lesson. Everything else, you get that one under your belt. Everything else gets easier. For those of you who want that in a church language, be teachable. Requires true humility. You might be 90 years old and realize the things I believed my entire life were false. It's not easy to let go of that after 90 years. I've been trained. (laughs) Gone. Grab onto what I now know is truth. How do I get there? Because my love is for the capital T truth, not falsehood. So when I find out what I thought was false, uh, what I thought was true is actually false. I can let go of it because that's not where my love is. Say, Joe, you're supposed to love the father. I love the son. And what does the son say he is? I am the truth. And the truth will show you the way, the path, the way to live that leads to life. The way, the truth, and the life. Oh, yes, Mr. Holt. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let's just share this one on the board real quick. Charlie, you might want to turn your mic on. Get to you in just a second. Mr. Holt says, we had a great discussion in a Sunday school group about how the government is robbing people of their ability to help their neighbors. High inflation and ever-increasing taxes on people motivate them I mean, motivated to help is crippling their ability to actually help and increase reliance on government handouts. Yes, yes, yes. Which means worship of the government. You know, it's being leveraged to buy the votes of the poor. Yes, but it's worse than that. They're using the law to say that you can't even feed people in a public park because the FDA couldn't make sure that you were feeding good and wholesome and nutritious food. What business is it of yours? The FDA is supposed to govern businesses not individuals. So Charlie, where are we at today? You got anything you want to add to us? Um, thoughts, <sighs> comments, suggestions, prayers. Yeah. We're going to need some of those. I'm optimistic for 2024. I know it's going to be rough, but I'm optimistic. I don't know why, but you know, I'm broken. I'm weird. 
I like it when the battle gets joined. <laughs> yeah, Marine, embrace the suck. Okay, yeah, embrace the suck. Run to the sound of the guns. In this case, run <laughs> to the sound of the spiritual battle. If, it, hey, folks, if you run to the sound of the guns, there's one thing I can guarantee you. Life will never be boring. <laughs> <laughs> Might get a little hot, but it'll never be boring. All right. I think we'll wrap it up. When you're out of words, shut your mouth. Works for me. All right, folks. And tomorrow I'm going to have that class about studying for yourself. You might want to take notes tomorrow. I'll try to get a slideshow presentation put up for you, but tomorrow is going to be, you know, the article that said you can't study for yourself. You'll become a conspiracy theorist. Let me translate. If you study for yourself, you might find out we're lying to you. <laughs> there, see, progressive filter works very well. Let me remind you what of a, most of you learned in school or kind of muddled your way through to get your grades so you could keep on trucking and, and go to the dance that, that weekend or whatever. Tomorrow, I'll remind you of what a lot of us already know. But if you are under the age of 40-ish, you may have never been taught. So we'll see. I'll show you some steps that you can use to help improve your discernment of the world around you. We love each and every one of you. We thank you for being here, especially on days like today. We hope we were able to help you with your understanding of the world, uh, put things in better perspective, see the bigger picture, whatever, whatever. If what we're doing helps you, please, you know, the thumbs up buttons, talk to Charlie and Natasha when she's able to be here. Let's them know that you appreciate them and you're thankful that they're helping all of this. If you like what we're doing to the extent that you want to see us stay here go to the donut page, the rest of the world calls it a donate page. We're looking for $5 a month, folks, a cup of coffee or a half a dozen donuts. You know, it's just $5 a month. If you can't afford it, we got that. But if you can, and you're one of the ones who comes here regularly because you like the show and you want to see it, if you can't afford it, we would greatly appreciate it. Trying to get to where we just offset the bills here. Please share the show. If, and I mean it, if you think it'll benefit others. Uh, do it directly, because if you think that you could just put it on your Facebook feed and it'll be seen, <laughs> about the only people who see it that way are those who are already watching it. Uh, it's being throttled. We proved today. I looked up on Google, roadtoconcord.com. Should be the number one thing that pops up. It wasn't. It wasn't even on the first page. That's my domain name. I own it. It's registered. That should be the, but because I don't pay the extortion to Google, I don't get up at the top. BitChute, Rumble, and all the other places that we saw, they're paying Google to put their listings up higher in the listing. That's extortion. That's corporate extortion. Google's supposed to be a search engine, right? So it should be neutral. It isn't. Google is an advertisement and public influence campaign. You should quit using it, in my opinion, but that's just me. I mean, it's only that the guy who helped design the system said that Google's using it to control you through predictive programming, censorship, and other means. Yeah, you didn't know about that? The guy worked for them for over nine, ten years helping design the, the browser you're using right now and left because he said his conscience could no longer allow him to work for that corporation. There were other whistleblowers who wrote that Google is evil. The book, try finding a copy of that book. If you have one, you got a small payment there in your hands. You could, you could, you could make a car payment on an economy car with that one, you know, one month, but 
that's an expensive book now if you can find it. So if you share us, share it directly. Final note, make sure you warn the people that have never seen us before. One, you need to give the show time. It builds on itself too. The host is the, wait a minute, how did Bender put it? A Neo, Neo's Maxi Zoom Dweeby or whatever. Yeah, I'm whatever you want to call me. I'm weird and I know it. I'm broken. Got it. Acquired taste. So prepare people. Otherwise, tomorrow we're going to learn how to study. Wednesday on uh, Worship Wednesday, we're going to talk about, okay, so you're fresh out of Mystery Babylon. Now what? And we'll explain. <laughs> Thursday, I got, a, I got a global conspiracy theory for you that deals with China and Russia. Friday, we're going to start getting back toward logic. Logic and the basics of natural rights, natural law. We're going to start slowly doing some, some uh, review and, and going back over things for those of you who weren't here when we did those a year and a half ago. Until tomorrow, y'all stay safe. Take care of each other, man. We'll see you next. See you tomorrow. See you next time. Same station, same bat channel and all that good stuff. Bye-bye.